Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unrefined Women. Today, it is just me, Agnes. Honestly, Margaret and I have been doing a lot of solo episodes throughout our podcast and probably more than we planned on doing. But honestly, we're kind of loving it because obviously, it's difficult having to get out an episode every single week, especially between like how crazy our schedules are and how conflicting they are. And it kind of just gives us the opportunity to have conversations together and then also have conversations with ourselves so that we're able to reflect on some of the things that we're experiencing and going through personally um, so that the other person is able to take the week off and take the time that they need in order to get situated in life. Um, And this is kind of a little bit what what I'm going to talk about in this episode. There were like several things that I was thinking of doing for this episode, and I will definitely bring those up in other conversations, Um, especially politically with everything going on with the Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade. I really, really want to dip my toes into that. But it's just not happening today because I want to talk about productivity, everyone's favorite topic, and all the things that we Google, like how to be productive when we're feeling lazy, because who hasn't done that? Especially as um, someone, me, that works a full-time job, I work the nine to five Monday through Friday, I'm in school full-time, and thank God I go to an online university that's kind of at your own pace. Um, Well, I still have deadlines and everything, but I'm able to kind of like push everything till the weekend, which is really awesome, but then my weekends look like a total shit show. Um, And then also having a podcast, which is, you know, something that we have to, I had to devote like several days a week to, and then also maintaining relationships and friendships and Um, I have two pets and being able to take care of them and taking care of myself and, you know, the gist, just being a human. So (laughs) throughout all of that, it gets like really, really difficult to get basic tasks done. And because of that, I mean, we've talked about before in our um, internalized capitalism episode about how we carry around so much guilt and shame based on how productive we are and how much we're contributing to society and, you know, our jobs and, you know, our education and everything. It just causes so much trauma inside of us. Um, So this is kind of like a sideline conversation of internalized capitalism because we all suffer with it and there's really nothing that we can do about it. And, um, really all we can do is just kind of go through the emotions and do the best that we can throughout the week to survive. And that sounds really depressing, but I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. So with my schedule, it can become extremely difficult to get like basic things done. And I'm one of those people where I will make like a grand master list And I will tell myself that I need to either complete this list in one day or I'll give myself a deadline of a few days or the week. And it never ends well. It usually ends with me, you know, checking off the easy shit like, I don't know, doing the dishes or getting the laundry done, folding the laundry. But then I have like the other things that are slightly more challenging for me. And 
I'll look at it and I'll get stressed out and I won't feel motivated. And then I end up having this whole like pity party for myself because I feel incapable of, you know, doing hard things and completing the things that I find challenging. And a lot of this comes from being raised homeschooled where a lot of the things like I remember math for homeschooling that was kind of like completely set aside because it was difficult for me and my mom didn't really have a lot of the time and energy to give me that extra special attention for me to understand math. And this has kind of gone for me in a lot of other directions where things are difficult for me. So I don't know how to go through the motions to find a solution. So I just kind of give up and throw myself a pity party. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this because, you know, we're human and we all suffer from internalized capitalism. Um, But I made a grand master list here of things that I feel like have made me more productive. And not in a sense like, oh, you need to get all these things done in order for you to be a better and more contributing human being on this earth. Um, definitely not that, but for your own peace of mind and so that you can survive the week and feel a little bit less shitty and just honestly getting things done regardless of internalized capitalism feels good. And to be able to check something off your list or do that homework that you've been putting off or finally take your car to a car wash or whatever that is. I have six things here on my list. And the first one that I learned from Margaret probably about a year ago when I was going through a really bad phase of making really long master lists of depression and horrible, (laughs) horrible, horrible shit. I do not recommend anyone to do that. Um, But Margaret told me, make more than one list. And this is something that she heard from her therapist. And I feel like I have talked about this on the podcast episode before, but we're going to bring it up anyway, because it is a really, really good hack. So I'm sure a lot of you either use like post-it notes or something or the memos app on your phone to write out these lists. Um, You need to have like a long-term list. So I have a list on my memos. It's called shit that eventually needs to get done. (laughs) And this is stuff that needs to get done either three months from now to like the whole year. And I have stuff on there like doctor's appointments. That has been a huge thing for me in this last year is to go see for the first time, I know surprising, but my primary care physician and get blood work done, especially as a vegan and, or go to different doctors. And that kind of like led down a list of like different types of doctors that I needed to see because of things that came back with my blood work. So that was like a huge thing that I had on my list and I had been putting off for a really long time, but I left it on that list because I knew that that list was a no pressure list. It was something that when I had the time and space to handle it, I would eventually handle each task at a time and there was no timeline on it. It just eventually needed to be done in like the next 12 months. And actually I got most of the shit done on that list in this year of 2022. Within these five months, I have, without all of this pressure, I was able to 
check off all of that shit. And I do have a few more things on that list. And honestly, I'm giving myself all the time I need, like going through my Google storage, going through my iCloud storage, because God knows all of it is like super full. And I get emails like every day harassing me, um, going through my camera roll, just things that I don't find very pleasant to do, but eventually need to get done. And even things like hobbies, like getting back into photography last summer, two summers ago, I was really obsessed with, um, photography and I kind of fell out of it and I want to get back into it and learn it or, um, learn how to play the guitar. Cause I have a beautiful guitar that I just don't have time to learn how to play it. So that's a really good thing to have in your memos app. And honestly, even writing like little quotes before your list, like, you know, your productivity does not, um, define your worth or just different sort of things about productivity to lift you up can also be very beneficial. So before you're seeing this list of things that need to be done, you're also boosting your confidence and you're reminding yourself that this list has nothing to do with how good of a human being you are and your contribution to society. And then we also have the short-term list. So this is throughout the week. So, you know, the laundry needs to be done this week or you know you need to I can't think of anything but like homework different things just like random shit that needs to get done and then you also have like your daily tasks I don't really do daily task lists because it's kind of intermixed with my weekly task but my daily tasks you know things like this day of the week I really want to hit the gym or I want to do this um this week I really need to eat this food so it doesn't go bad in the fridge. Like just really random things um, that can also really help with you just kind of slowly getting things done throughout the week. But then by the end of the week, you start to feel a little bit more productive or like you actually got some valuable things done throughout your week. The second thing on my list is when you sit down to do something, finish it. (laughs) I am the biggest person at fault for this, especially being in college, I will sit down to write an essay and five minutes later, I'm like, I need a snack. And then I get up and I go get a snack, but who wants to eat snacks and do their homework? I'd rather watch TikTok and eat my snacks. So then I do that and the whole list goes on. And then finally, two hours later, I come back and sit down to write my essay and I'm like, holy shit, two hours went by. I really like, I could have been done with this because Lord knows I can finish an essay in like an hour if I really put my mind to it. Um, Especially when you're like about to hit your deadline, which is what I do like every time. But at that point, it just makes me feel like really, really guilty. And lately I've been giving myself the encouragement, honestly, to sit when I sit down to do something like just finish it because in you know, even if you hit a brick wall, like stand up and go fill up your water bottle and come back like five minutes later. Um, or like setting timers for yourself when you can take a break and just really giving yourself that self-discipline to do these things that don't, aren't appealing to you, especially when it comes to like doing computer work or something on your computer, like homework or whatever else you need to do. Um, just make sure you're finishing it because it's so much more worth it several hours from then and you're doing something you actually enjoy, you will be able to enjoy it even more because you know that you were able to check that off your list. The third tip I have on my list, it just says, remind yourself that these tasks will be completed. Do not stress over what will happen if they are not completed. 
on Friday when I have a huge list of shit that needs to be done over the weekend because I pushed everything to the weekend, I usually stress like, what if I don't get this done and, and how stressful will that be for my life if I, if this doesn't happen in this short span of time, I had to take a step back and remind myself that it's going to get done. And me stressing here thinking, oh my God, what if I don't have time? What if it doesn't get done? That's just going to make it worse and that's going to make me spiral and that's going to make me procrastinate even more. So if you're like me and you push things until your day off of work or the weekend, you need to set an intention, especially on Friday or the day before, that all of these things are going to get done and they don't need to be done on Friday night. They don't need to be done on Saturday morning and you know, they're not going to be all crammed together on Sunday night. They're going to get done gradually. And that's the best way for you to stop stressing over all of this shit. Because if you cram it all into one day, you're just going to end up getting overwhelmed. Get proper sleep based on how well you function. I do not get very good sleep, I would say, but it's definitely a work in progress. Everyone in my life, especially Margaret, harass me because I am not a night person. I cannot function at night. I am one of those people where as soon as it hits eight o'clock, I'm going to bed. Like, I don't care. Sometimes I like in my life, I've had points where I've struggled with like insomnia or I can't fall asleep very well. Um, But since I've been working full time and been having all of this on my plate, as soon as my head hits the pillow, I am done. And I cannot, I literally cannot watch movies anymore. Like last week, I think it was a Sunday night. Patrick and I, we went to go watch Doctor Strange. I wish I paid attention because I'm a huge Marvel fan. I literally fell asleep within 30 minutes into the movie and slept the entire movie and woke up at the end like, oh my God, I don't even remember falling asleep because I cannot function at night. Like I'm one of those people where I have to watch, go to the theater in the middle of the day or watch movies in the middle of the day because I cannot function like after 6 p.m. I am done. I'm definitely more of a morning person. So if you're a morning person and you're actually struggling with finding the right discipline to be a morning person, I highly recommend setting your alarm like an hour or two before you would normally get ready. So for me, I usually start to get ready around 6 o'clock to 6.30 a.m., And when I am really exhausted and I know that the next morning I want to sleep in a little bit, I will set my alarm at six or six 30. Um, but if I know the next morning I need to do something, I need to write out a discussion board for, for school or whatever. Um, I'll usually set my alarm at like five or five 30. That way, usually I, my morning routine is I get up, I make myself a cup of coffee and I stay in my pajamas. I stay you know, how I am and I power through what I need to do. And I don't even think about getting ready for work or any of that until around 6:45, seven. And then I tell myself, okay, go get ready for work. And that's when I do that. So I'm able to devote that time before work on the things that need to get done because I know I won't get it done later. <laughs> and if you're a night owl, um, definitely do the opposite of that. And then just budget time at the end of your day to power through what you need to do. The fifth tip on my list is to utilize your time efficiently. If you have extra time at work or you're on the treadmill at the gym, honestly, the best thing for you to do 
depending on your mood and depending on how overworked you are, is to catch up on your reading or watch a YouTube video or something that kind of refreshes that creativity in your mind. Um, for my college, I basically have access to everything like on an app. So while I'm, you know, on the treadmill or I have a little bit of downtime at work, usually I'll just open up that app and launch my, you know, my classroom and catch up on a little bit of work or even like reading the prompt to the upcoming essay that I have and just kind of giving myself a little bit of that reminder. And it's not an overload of doing two things at the same time or anything to really stress you out. Honestly, it's just a quick little way to spark that creativity so that you're not thinking about school all week. And then once Saturday comes, you're reminded, oh shit, I have all these things to do. I have no idea um, what to do. I have no creativity for it. It's kind of just building a little bit throughout the week, throughout your domesticated tasks, or, you know, like I said, being on the treadmill at gym. That's been really helpful for me. And last but not least, you guys already expected it, but reward yourself. Because if you don't reward yourself, you're just going to end up falling short or feeling depressed or losing a lot of self-worth. And it's just you just have to. It's a given. You have to reward yourself. And it can be great. It can be small. Um, For me, some of my personal favorites is watching movies or my favorite TV show with Patrick. We love doing that. That's like our thing. So at the end of the day, I we always just sit down and watch an episode of something. Um, if you want any show recommendations, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime is like the best show ever. Thank you to Margaret and Casey who recommended that show because Patrick and I like really bonded over it. And it's a really good show if you're looking for just kind of a chill, like comedy sort of show. Um But doing something like that is really, really helpful or like baking a cake. I love baking. And today I baked a carrot cake because I had extra carrots and that was like very therapeutic to me. Or you can hang out with people that you love, hang out with your partner, with your friends, go to the pool, do something like that. Or you can even go lengths. (laughs) So since I started college back in the fall, I had always wanted an iPad and hear me out. I sound so materialistic, but it was just one of those things where I saw all the other college students had iPads and they were writing their notes on it and it looked very fancy and very cool and I was very jealous. So I kind of put it on the back burner because I was like, oh, I don't want to spend money on an iPad and it looks really expensive and I really didn't want to do it. But then the opportunity presented itself Um, when my sister-in-law, her kids had an extra iPad and she's like, oh, I'll just sell it to you. So I was like, okay. So I bought the iPad off of her, which honestly made me feel really like a lot better because I would so much rather buy a device that's already been used. And that's basically in perfect condition because think of all the iPads and cell phones and everything that are just sitting in landfills right now. And I'd rather just buy something that already exists than go and spend like several hundred dollars on something that's brand new. And you're kind of just contributing more to the environmental crisis. And, you know, if you want to go ahead and spend the extra money or you don't know anyone that's selling one secondhand, that's totally fine. That's your choice. I was just very lucky to find someone that was selling one to me. It was like 170 bucks. So I'm super, super grateful for that. But that was like a little bit of a spark for me to um, find more ways to study and to write my notes and find a little bit more productivity in my education. 
So with all of that in the list, I feel like obviously not everyone's going to be able to utilize all of that because everyone's different. And I'm not saying that this is a list that I go by every single day and I don't have perfect weeks. I never have perfect weeks or perfect days where I feel like I've gotten everything done. And, you know, to be honest right now, the reason why I'm recording this episode is that it's Sunday night. I go back to work tomorrow and I was at the gym a few hours ago and I was stressing about all the things that I needed to do, even though I already had a productive weekend. Um, but I was, you know, oh my God, I still have to scrub my shower and I still have to clean my toilet and I still have to, you know, do this and that. And, you know, this just not fair because it's Sunday night. I go back to work tomorrow and I know I have five more days of, you know, having to really set my mind to things that don't involve taking care of myself, which is really sad, but it's just the reality. And instead, once I'm done recording this episode, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to eat that carrot cake that I made and I'm going to watch my favorite movie. I don't know which movie or a new movie. We'll see. Um, And then also I want to say a huge shout out to my lover, Patrick. The day that this episode releases is his 21st birthday. And I bought him a present and he has no idea what it is. And it's really funny to harass him because he keeps begging me like a child what his present is, but I refuse to tell him. So he will find out on his birthday. Um, Also, he's turning 21. So I think that's really exciting. And he's going to be super embarrassed when he hears this episode because he's been like the most supportive person ever. He literally listens to every single episode. And to be honest, guys, I don't even listen to every single one of our episodes. But he's really, really dedicated. Like the morning that it comes out, he'll text me a few hours later like, hey, I really like this episode and give his comments and feedback. So a huge shout out to Patrick and a very, very happy birthday to you. And also, before I head out for this episode, I want to give a huge shout out to Margaret and I's Patreon. Um, We keep everything linked or on our website. You can find us both on our Instagrams um, or Unrefined Woman Podcast on Instagram. Um, We've finally started a Patreon account just to get a little bit more to you guys if you are interested. Um, We have some of our OG listeners on there. So super, super grateful to them. Um, Huge shout out to Jeremiah, who is like our best friend at this point. (laughs) Um, So if you're really interested in our podcast, go ahead and check out our Patreon um, and we'll definitely have more content up in there in the next few months. Thank you. And I hope you all have amazing, both productive and relaxing week. If you enjoyed today's Unrefined Woman podcast episode, please be sure to like, subscribe and share. To check out other episodes, please visit our website at unrefinedwoman.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. To stay in the loop and receive access to additional content, please follow us on TikTok, username unrefinedwoman, and on Instagram at unrefinedwomanpodcast. Special thanks to Walter Birdsong for the album cover, Margaret Rainey for our podcast music, Andrew Cioni for our gratitude prompt music, and Sean Butcher for editing and production. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.